The following is brought to you in part by MFC Studios. The views of the show's host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the management, owners, or staff of this radio station. And now, it came from the radio. And welcome once again to It Came From The Radio, the official of the Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking with me via virtual distancing. For a long time, it's been. We have none other than Fishy Sarcasms, Dominic Definition Man, Toronto. I don't even remember what your face looks like. (laughs) It's been a long time. Social distancing, buddy. Yeah, actually. um, Yeah, you haven't been to any of the the conventions yet either. Yes, it's been a while. Um, Senior correspondent, Charlie Saladino. Hello, fun seekers. And L Man Jenny Phillips. Been a long time. We should have left you with that adult beat to step to. <laughs> this week's okay. show. This week's show, we have another Jaybird and Lee segment. Um, and Mark, which is me, interviews the newly promoted vice president of New York Comic Con, Christina Rogers. Uh, she's the next second in command of New York Comic Con. I, I always call her the head. Did someone die? Vice President. No, she got a promotion. It was really cool. So she's oh, a really congrats. cool person. We have an interview and with we, her. Yes. And we still have to prove we have a radio show. <laughs> and um, we also are going to do, instead of the news, because this is our show that's going to air just before the week of New York Comic Con, we're going to do our do's and don'ts for going to conventions. So before we do any of that, we have to take it away with the news. The news is brought to you in part by the fine folks of the Big Apple Con, of which we're the official radio show of, (laughs) celebrating over 26 years of complexness and pop culture stuff. For more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com. The next convention is the Big Apple Christmas Con, which will be uh, on schedule for December the 17th. And also, our show is brought to you in part by the fine folks of sci-fi.radio. That's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. And I want to give out shout-outs for our patrons, of which there are. Danny Grillo, award-winning director Jared Burrell, Kyle Horn, Millie Portez, Newsday Famous, Resident Media, Unjikun, Shadow Rabbit Art, Yasmin Ray, and Rosa. If you want to get your own little shout-out on our show, go to www.camefromreal.com. little button on there takes you right to our Patreon page. And just for $8 a month, you get a shout-out on our show. We greatly appreciate it. So as uh, normally we would take away the news, but there's no news because we're going right into the do's and don'ts of con- convention going. We do this every year, and um, conventions are, are back now in full force. So I think it's a good idea to to revisit the things of do's and don'ts for conventions. Uh, all of us have been doing conventions for many years in way in one form or another so i think we should start off with a one do each and then we'll go to right. one don't each so who wants to start off i start all right elman and jenny felby what is one do that people should I, do at a convention well for, i'll just tell you what i do because you know i i live a very different life but what i do seems to work for a lot of other people when they're under my wing 
I like to pack different coffees. If you drink energy drinks and you have that type of thing or some type of stimulant, pack those type of drinks as well. I like a green juice. I think they're very, they give you a lot of energy. I'll bring like one or two blender bottles of that. If you're going to be interviewing and you want to stay alert and you're not just a passive watcher and you're going to participate, not bad to be like on a light or liquid diet. I usually bring a salad and or fruit. So then you're packed up and you have food in the middle and afterwards and you're fueled and you don't have to spend, overspend money or eat any junk. Very good to pack food for the day. So pack food, uh, more specifically, uh, bring your own fruit juices and things to keep your energy up. Well, mostly green juices. With green a juice. Ratio okay. of four, four vegetables, ideally to one fruit. Ideally, unless you're trying to pack on weight. All right. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. Senior correspondent Charles Saladino, what do you have for a do? Um, I just like to add one thing on to what Jen said. Uh, at the WinterCon, somebody did not do what Jen said and uh-huh. wore uh, wore a very heavy costume and wind up passing out in the middle of the floor from dehydration. But anyway, my do is just be courteous to everybody. Uh, Be aware of who's around you. Do not stop dead in the middle of an aisle to look at something. Um, Just be, be aware of what's around you. Don't zone in on something uh, because there's people walking behind you. And if you stop dead, you know, you know, it's it's just be courteous and like that, and um, that's about it. All right. What about you, there, uh, fishy sarcasms, Dominic Definition Ransorano? What what does they do for people for going to a convention? Do bring cash. Really? Yeah, because not everyone has card readers. Not everyone has internet access at the convention. A lot well, of one day you... there will be cashless society, yeah. and we won't. A lot, a lot of times, like as a vendor, sometimes you have it one second, it goes away the next because whatever internet is spotty, or they mm. dampen the dampen the data, so you can't do it. So bring cash, so that way you can buy what you want to buy. Because I guarantee you, everyone will accept cash. So make sure you bring cash. And it's easier to actually budget yourself to what you're going to spend if you only bring a certain amount of cash every day. That way you don't end up overspending and buying more stuff. Hmm. Agenda 2030 one day we will need no cash. We won't have problems. Can you imagine that? We'll have chips in our skin and we'll just like, that'll be it. Can you imagine that going up to a convention and be like, no, we don't take cash? That'd That'd be wild. Hey, there are businesses that already happen. do it, which is illegal, by the way. Is it illegal? Cash is legal tender. It le- it says on every note, must be accepted for all debts, wow. private and public. Hmm. Turn away someone who wants to pay cash is technically illegal. Huh. Interesting. So, so my do is um, I say do make sure you plan enough time to get to where you're going. The conventions yeah. are usually big. There's usually lots of stuff to do things to see usually you're you're with your friends make a little extra time to get from point a to point b because you're Mm -hmm. gonna and there's no point in rushing so if you if you decide i want to go here check out a panel give yourself plenty of time so there's no rush you can get in the line ahead of time so you can plan for waiting online so there's gonna be a lot of lines and you don't have to knock over anybody there's no stress so do plan for extra time well not a tropicon malvern con there weren't too many lines there well 
they, they didn't have like lines for even um the food or the bathroom there's always lines for the bathroom <laughs> Not too much. That's what I like about those cons. They're not mobbed, you know. They're they're really comfortable. Hmm, right. Yeah, small cons are not as bad, but you're really talking big conventions. Big, big cons, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Right, so, Comic con size cons. So let's go yeah. with a, a a don't. What would it be a don't for for you, there, Jen? Uh, don't. I'm gonna give you two. <laughs> don't not sleep, and also don't not shower for your sake and everyone else's. One when you shower. It changes energetically. You'll feel more positive. I feel more talkative or more just like worthy and better about myself. So I put out a better energy. And also, you know, no one wants to smell you. <laughs> but Jen, do you put out a better energy or do you put out a better yeah. energy? I guess both. Depends on what I'm identifying as that day. I might mm. just drop Jen altogether. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, June, so don't not sleep and don't not shower. Right. Look, okay. every year we have to mention <laughs> about showering and hygiene because seemingly it's always a problem. There, is it always a problem? You know, it's, it, it has become such a problem. And in, in, in recent times, they always say, if you can afford a ticket, you can afford a bar of soap. That's usually mm-hmm. the... Oh, I've never heard that. It's It's but been it going is, around for a couple of years. It is true. <laughs> I've never heard that. It's great. Um, you can afford a ticket. That means that you probably have some place that you live with running water. Probably. Hmm. Probably. So, Dominic, hmm. what, what do you got for a don't? Mine is don't wear a costume that can't carry the cash that I told you to bring. <laughs> Smart. I don't know how many times when I'm trying to sell comic books, <laughs> and it's always like a cosplayer, like, oh, I don't have any money on me. Oh, my God. It's well, like, that's well, that's first what of friends all, are for, to hold a bag. Yeah, no. no. Like, create a, like, I, look, you want to be Spider-Man, be Spider-Man. That's fine. Just make sure you have some place to carry some cash on you, let alone an ID. God forbid you need to get in somewhere or do something. Like, yeah, that's common dumb. sense here. Have pockets. Have pockets. Pockets are great things. They even make or those little bags, now. those little envelope yeah. bags. Or a bag. Like just get, all right. You're Spider Man. Like classically Spider Man. No pockets. Make a have a like a backpack that makes mm-hmm. it look like webbing because Spider Man's dumb man in comics made his own oh, backpacks. They sell webbing. those things. So there you go. Just like don't you know have some freaking pockets. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's dumb. Senior correspondent Charlie Saladino. What is something that people should not do? What they don't. At conventions i think people should be aware of their convention aware of how many people they're going to encounter there like if there's going to be a crowd and don't don't wear an elaborate cosplay with a big apparatus it seems like all the anime <laughs> all the anime people have these <laughs> costumes. They're normal costumes, but they got to carry this big-ass sword <laughs> or a big hammer or right. something that the... But they want to be accurate to the... They wanna be yeah, they want to be accurate. They want to be accurate, but it's dangerous. No, right. If it was a, a Long Island con where the the aisles were, you know, the aisles were passable, then you do whatever you want. Comic-Con... You're an idiot if you True. do that. True. Yeah. So, so be aware of your cons. Be aware of how many people went there the last time you and just be considerate and don't do a stupid anime thing with a giant <laughs> apparatus. 
Uh, and that's part A. Of <laughs> part A. To do. <laughs> yeah. And that's the bottom line. Cause <laughs> that's hey. uh, and part B <laughs> is <laughs> to all my fellow photographers out there, don't be a-holes. Um, <laughs> if you're going to take a picture of a cosplayer, you see them walk, put, move them off to the side. Mm. Don't stop dead in an aisle. Oh, can I take you back? And to my other photographer friends who think they're the best thing since sliced bread, if you're going to take a picture of a cosplay, don't take her off to the side and do 8,000 poses. Take a couple of shots and get the hell out of there. Mm. You know, so because other people want to take pictures too. I don't think this, I don't think these are going to be your photographer friends for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's a very long don't. <laughs> I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that's here's the don't. Don't co don't like take up the majority of the show time with your don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my my don't is a pretty well, is a pretty general one. Uh something that um was was brought to my attention a couple years back. Just don't be a jerk. Like you have to take into consideration that most people who go to conventions, we discussed this before. Don't most be people want to be. Most people want to be at a convention. I mean, you're paying to go there, so mm-hmm. why are you going to be dour and be rude to other people True. and just dismissive to other people that are there? Um, that's how they get their jollies, Mark. You walk, you walk, a, you walk the floor. You have a table, and you know the idea is that you're trying to get business, and you say to somebody, "Hey." Do you like comics? And they go, no, I don't like comics. Or no, I don't like pop culture. <laughs> what are you doing here then? Right. Yeah. So, so don't just – don't be a jerk. Think about what other people are going through. Everybody's a person. Yeah, that's, that's right. my That's my don't on that subject. Sure. Are you really certain everyone's a person? <laughs> yeah, my boyfriend met... said he thinks I'm an alien again yesterday. See? Have you met yeah. some people? I, I have met some people who are questionable. It's the, <laughs> but still, man. don't be a jerk to those people either. <laughs> uh, all right. So and, around. Yes. And don't be a jerk to the talent unless they're a jerk to you. Oh, yeah. And then you can, right? <laughs> don't you be know. a jerk to the talent unless they're loose. <laughs> That's uh, a know, great even, rule. You know, even yeah. still, I, as as we mentioned, I've had my Lou Frigno story throughout the years. I've never was a jerk to him. So no, even if someone who has been be. a jerk to me, I don't think I've ever reciprocated that in that type of situation. I reciprocated nicely. <laughs> no, I have not. It's probably well, good Mark, he could pick you up and break you. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I got I got a story. I was with. Uh, I went to con, I was talking to Gil Gerard and uh, I said, you know, I was asking him if we could take a picture. And he said, sure. A guy comes over to his table and, and Gil is kind of self-conscious of the way he looks now because he's losing his hair. He's a very handsome guy. He's not bad looking now, just losing his hair. It was 40 years ago, Buck Rogers. So this guy comes over to the table and looking at all his eight by tens. And he just says to him, wow, you don't look like that anymore. Oh, God. You know. So, <laughs> so I was like, 
I looked at the guy like, are, are you a jerk or what? So Gil just was like, to the point of yelling, he says, why don't you come back to me in 40 years? We'll see how you look. You oh, know? Yeah, that's and good. Then, that's a good response. And then he, he left and I said to him, what on earth? And he said, you believe people? But I'm like, it's funny because that happened. And something similar happened at another convention that I was at with uh, Melody Anderson. She was a uh, Dale Arden in a Flash Gordon. She's been a, a, a many other things. I love Melanie Anderson. So she was sitting at a table and I was walking the floor as I tend to do. And I'm walking past her table and this guy is standing at her and he looks at her and he looks at the pictures and he looks at her and he goes, that's you. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh man, why would you say that? Like, that's just terrible. See, that's don't, don't be that guy. Don't be a jerk. Yeah. I guess people don't realize, there's a lot of people that don't realize that that can be an insult. So I guess, yeah. but I mean, yeah. how would you expect to take that? It's like, no, you say, oh, no, that's not me. I'm sitting at the table for the person. Like, what What are you supposed to be like? Well, also, I guess, too, if you're going to put yourself out there and you look different than your old pictures, just, you know what? Be prepared. Be prepared that people are going to say, yeah. oh, you look kind of different. Because, you mean, know what? People have eyes. You can, I mean, yes. I mean, there has been situations where I'm walking, once again, walking the floor as I do. And I'll see a celebrity, like their their banner. And I'm looking up at the banner and I look at the person. I'm like, well, that's not the same person. But I keep it to myself. Right. I internalize. Right, right, right. right and I keep right. it moving. I don't yeah, go, so you know what? This would be good <laughs> advice for these people who just don't know that. Okay, you know? yeah. So internalize. That's that's a do. <laughs> yeah. Internalize your negative energy. Or maybe, you, don't, you know, realize yes. that what might not be an insult to you is going to be an insult to them. Good, good. <laughs> and, and Mark, Mark yes. on the, the subject of... <laughs> The, the subject of the talent being jerks. You know who my major jerk was, right? Remember the WinterCon yes. with uh, the year? one from the Fresh Prince from Bel Air. Yes, it wasn't the WinterCon, but yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you remember when she says to me, "Oh, uh, I says I we're the official radio station." Um, I was wondering if I could do an interview. Well, I don't know if I'm allowed. You'll have to get. You'll have to get Mike. If he okays, it will do it. And just at that point, Mike was right behind me. And I said, Mike. And he said, yeah, yeah, he can interview anybody. He could do an interview with. Mm-hmm. And she turns around. She goes, well, I, I don't know if I can. You know, She didn't want to do it in the first place. So tell me that. Yeah, so yeah. Don't it was like she was just, just, yeah. Is just say no, I'm not. And is someone in Fresh Prince? Yeah, I'm not yes, doing we'll, interviews. We'll tell you after the show. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so let's yeah, I don't a... like liars. Don't be a liar. There you go. So that's that's a gen. Don't be a liar. Yeah. yeah be nicely oh. honest. That's all. All right. So let's see. We need. We're on the do. So, um, Dominic, do you have another do for us? You didn't tell me I need to have two do's. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh no, man. <laughs> Do be prepared. <laughs> no, like I got twenty like do's and don'ts of Comic Con. I know, I know. Yeah. So no, like, uh, do try to have a good time. Remember, you are right. there to enjoy yourself. Really, yeah. Like, true. It, it, despite all the, and when I say do try to have a good time, because there's a million annoyances at Comic Con, trying to get mm-hmm. through security, trying to walk the aisles, trying to get a good seat. 
at some panel that you want to go see, trying to get something that you want to buy, but you know, you know, there's going to be a two hour line like Funko Pops. So do try to have a good time. Do try to enjoy yourself. It's really a privilege to go to these things in any capacity because you have to figure if you have the money, it's a privilege because you have the money that you could pay for it. If you're going as a commentator, if you're going as press, if you're going as a vendor, it's a privilege that you were able to get in so and, and get a table and get one of these spots. So do try to enjoy yourself. Yeah, nice. you're right. It is a privilege. That's a good way to think of it. So, so what do you got there, uh, L-Man? Jenny Felder, you have another do? Uh, yeah, clear out your phone. If you're using a phone, everyone's like phones or cameras now. Clear out your SD cards. You clear out your cloud storage. Make sure you have storage. So you don't have to be deleting things in the middle of a con and trying to clear out space. And save things immediately to clouds, you know, once you've taken things. And also, if you take pictures with people, like, uh, just, you know, maybe consider getting their information so you, when you post it you can tag them and everyone can cross promote each other oh, all right how about you there senior colonel son charlie Sell? do you have another do for us yeah do be healthy okay hmm. don't go in there with colds there's a lot of people there you're going to infect a lot of people i i was at a convention and this guy's walking through the aisle hacking up lungs he's oh, like wow. <laughs> what's this before <laughs> or after like, pandemic i'm like get this is after Maybe he's an essential like, get worker. The, get the hell out of here, you know? So do be healthy. Be considerate of others. You don't want to get other people sick. I say... Speak for yourself. <laughs> I say um, do try to bring someone to with you. Uh, a convention is much more enjoyable when you have... Or meet up, meet up with some friends when you're there. True. It's always more fun when you're with somebody than by yourself. Uh, because... A lot of people are, are hiding behind the phones now. And sometimes just being in the moment with uh, someone who you're with is actually a better experience than trying to capture it on your phone. Mm, true. But if you go alone, there's a lot of people to talk to. So in a way, it can be better to not bring someone because then you'll actually end up talking to all the people there. Oh, very good counterpoint there. Yeah, so when I go alone places, I talk to more people. If I bring someone, it's like, now I'm not talking to people. Well, to be fair, you are a female, and people tend to talk to females more than talk to me. Well, you could change that. My dad's a male, and he's he's always talking to someone. I can't even walk. It takes me about an hour on average to get down the block because he's talking to the neighbors. And he's a fat male. Well, is he a male, or does he identify as a male? <laughs> I think <laughs> I or is he in both. transition? Yes. I think he's old school. I think he's old school. He probably still identifies, but I'm trying to get him to identify as a woman and be more modern. Mm, good. Right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Mm. And to be a... fair, Mark, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're Jen or you. If you <laughs> want to talk to people, you, you got to be outgoing. That's true. Yeah. And actually, that, that brings <laughs> me to a, a, a backup do, which mm. is talk to the people behind the tables engage mm -hmm. in conversation with the vendors and in front of the table sometimes and on the table you'll meet some very interesting people <laughs> on the table sometimes <laughs> you'll meet some very interesting people at a convention that you'll never have the opportunity to meet anywhere else and you'll be happy mm. you never have to see him again and <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> and sometimes if you talk to vendors you get to interview mark hamill that's right. That's, that's true. You never know. 
So those were yeah. do's. We have uh, one more round of don'ts. So let's see. Uh, Senior correspondent, Charlie Samuel, do you have another don't? Oh, God. Uh, pass me. I'll come come back to me. All right. Yeah. Charlie takes a mulligan. <laughs> it takes a mulligan. Elman, Charlie, <laughs> I'm taking a moment. Don't go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. I'll just say we talked to Flash Gordon now. There is someone going on and on. It's like just, you know, it's it's nice to have a good self-esteem. It's like these people that write paragraphs on Facebook. It's like I know someone. I'm not going to say who it is. Everything is a freaking paragraph or two. It's like you have to be so entitled to think that everyone wants to read an entire paragraph or wants to listen to you for more than 10 seconds. So try to be cognizant of how much time you're taking up in people's lives on the street, in the con, everywhere. So do keep the conversation short. Is that what you're saying? Unless they show they want to keep it going. But like, you know, try to give them the option to at least have an out. I always try to give people an out. Like, do you have to go to the bathroom or something? So just in case they want to leave, like they don't feel like a trap. The last thing I want to do is trap someone in a conversation. Flash Gordon got trapped. Hmm. And he was very nice about it. Very nice about it. But my God, like, (laughs) I think he was trapped. And maybe he wasn't trapped. Maybe he was trapping. No, I don't think so, though. All right. Dominic, you have a uh, don't? Yes. Um, I mean, it's really dependent, of course, on the location of the con. But if it's in a large city and you happen to live in the suburbs and surrounding area like we do for New York Comic Con, don't drive there take public transportation mm. it'll save you in terms of uh, frustration effort money ultimately if you're going to new york comic-con uh boston emerald city which is in uh uh seattle, seattle. any sort of major city comic-con and you can take mass transit to get there i recommend you do it or uber uh just trying to bring your car and fine parking is going to be probably a nightmare or expensive. And it's mostly, most likely going to be a lot cheaper if you just take mass transit. Jumping on, piggyback on that, um, when I, last time I went to San Diego Comic-Con, which was in 2018, I was going to drive and then park and then take, because they have like free shuttle buses around. And as I'm getting ready to drive, because my hotel was far out, um, the mayor was on the news. I had a, I had a TV on for background noise, and the mayor comes on. He's like, "Look, man, go park in this stadium over here. It's free parking. Take a three dollar train. It takes you right in front of the convention center, and you're fine." I'm like, "That's a great idea. Thanks, mayor." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's how he got selected, man. <laughs> you vote yes. for him? I, I maybe, yeah. It was he was very helpful. It was very one of the few times an elected official was helpful to me. So thanks, man. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, Jen, what do you got? For a don't, a do? Uh, we were doing one, one don't, one don't. Oh, one don't. Uh, well, yeah, don't take up people's time. Uh, don't be cheap. Don't haggle people. Don't try to get things for free. Because if you really support a company or a friend, you should try to tip them more. Do something for free. Not, you know, not asking for things for free. That's actually a good point. Um, as as Dominic knows, uh, when you when you have your own table, what's the one question that they always ask? Can I have this? Is it free? Yes. Right. What's for free? What's yeah. for free? Right. It's like sometimes they don't even ask if it's free. They just ask, "Can I have that?" And it's like uh-huh. if you pay for it, you know, because they just see like if they see small pieces of art, they just think it happens to be for free. Like it's a car. Like no, like I printed that. Like it's give me a dollar. 
Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, on, on the same on the same thought process, don't take pictures or videos of other people's artwork without asking permission first. Yeah, there's a certain sense of consent about that. Because realistically, mm-hmm. you're stealing the image mm-hmm. and you're posting it. And at very least, at very least, you should tag the people. So if you want to take a picture of somebody's uh, artwork or something, ask them and say, hey, True. you know, what's your social media? So I will tag you. And that way, at least it's a communication as we were talking to. Do talk to the people behind the tables. That's a little interaction you can get. And then you can have a conversation. And that would be even better than just taking your, your phone and just scanning everything they have mm, without yeah. even acknowledging the artist who's right there in front of you. Yeah. I mean, to me, as a three-dimensional artist, when I'm, when I'm selling pottery, I don't care because like it's the image of my mug, but you can't drink from it. But when I'm doing um, comics, absolutely. And prints and things like, absolutely. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. I just spent hours making this, spending to have it, have it like printed and look nice and everything. Like, don't do that. I'll gladly, you could gladly buy it. <laughs> don't, don't just steal my stuff. All mm. right, Charlie. Did have you had enough time? Have yes, I did, Mark. Right, what do you got? What do you got? All right, this is very important uh, for my fellow photographers. Don't feel you can take pictures of everyone who's in a costume. You have these kids in anime. They're like 13, 14. It's a thin line uh, of you taking pictures. Our last convention, someone got thrown out because uh, they bothered uh, these children and they took pictures without their, you know, permission. And uh, Which they can't give if they're a certain age. What? Which they can't give if they're a certain age. Right. So now you got to remember these kids in anime, they're like 13, 14. They're dressed in these very skimpy costumes. Don't be a pervert. Remember, they're kids. Sure. And and it's a, especially if you're going to use it for social media. That's You have to get their permission. You have to get their parents' permission if they're with the parents. Get permission to take pictures of kids underage. Don't All take right. pictures of kids underage, period. I don't care if you get permission or not. It's freaking weird. Yeah. Well, sometimes the mothers there and they have the babies dressed up and they go, yeah, you uh, can. Well, it, that's certainly you know, it's different. It's a mom and baby, but. There was yeah. actually, uh, I was at a convention where the parents had uh, three kids and they had uh, cards. So if you want to take a picture of the kid, you took a picture and they gave you a card of them. That was like their thing that they dressed up as different things every single convention and they were like a they were like a team so mm. it's one of those things where you can just make sure you get the permission from the proper source and if it's questionable it's better to err on the side of caution than not yeah. hey, just make sure have, kids, uh, i mean their parents are around <laughs> i heard that <laughs> yeah. um, so we have yes tropicon there was a father uh with his son and the son was in a wheelchair and the father was dressed in a Star Wars cosplay, and he actually set up the wheelchair to look like a spaceship, and his kid was a pilot in the spaceship. Yes, so, I've of, seen those. Of, those are really great. Right. Cool. Of course, I thought that was very inventive. I went to the father. I said, could I take a shot of this? It's going to be on Facebook. The father said, yeah, sure. You know, always get permission. 
That's simple. So we have about two minutes left. So we're going to do um, a final do and don't, quick final do and don't. So let's see. Uh, Dominic, quick final do and don't. Two minutes left. Uh, do shower. <laughs> so you're reiterating Jen's and don't. Yeah, worry. because that, that can never not be said enough. <laughs> All right. That can never not be said enough. And don't not do your laundry. Make sure you're wearing clean clothes too, kids. True, true. That's true. All right. Yeah, one minute, clothes. 30 seconds. Elman Jenny Feldy, a quick do and uh, don't. Last one. If you like Santa, spread cheer. If you think something nice, say it. And then if you don't get the response that you want, just realize a lot of people don't know how to take compliments. But give them anyway. All right. Senior correspondent, Charles Saladino, with a minute to go. Final do yes. and don't. Do. Do use deodorant. Don't <laughs> not use deodorant. Use Tom's deodorant. That's terrible. Uh, so my final thought is this. Um, any convention is, 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 is designed to have a good time. Just don't stress out. Enjoy yourself as best as you can. Try to remember that their people are working there. They have jobs. Sometimes it's a job for them. You want to treat them with respect and let them know that they're appreciated. Sometimes saying, hey, thanks, man, you're doing a great job goes a long way to someone who is slaving at a convention because yeah. I've, I've dealt with many of people who get treated like crap and yeah. you just stop by and say, hey, you know what? You're doing a great job. They're like, wow, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. So, you know, you yeah. can be courteous and kind to that. That's true. Yeah, as you said, there are often volunteers that are doing this. Yes, they're not even getting paid to get yelled at. <laughs> so with that... We're going to take our break, and we'll be right back. The came from the radio. Hi, you've heard my voice open and close the show. Now we want to hear your voice. If you have a business or product, you can record a commercial here. We offer 30 and 60 second spots. For more information, contact Mark at MFC underscore studios at hotmail.com. My neural net processor is linked to sci-fi.radio. Sci-fi for my Wi-Fi. The more I listen, the more I learn. Now, back to our show. Hey, this is Jay Burden Lee, and we're here to talk about movies, music, TV, and what's going on in our part of the world. Today, we're going to talk about the awesome ride, Guardians of the Galaxy. Which wasn't that awesome. It, in his opinion. This special guest, Riley, is here, and... Yeah, we had two completely different views about this ride. So basically, yeah. it's a new attraction at Disney's uh, Park, Epcot. No. Yeah, Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to say Disney Springs. Yeah, I messed up. But um, it was packed. We uh, To get onto the ride, we had to basically make a reservation. Yeah. And it took like, hours to finally get our spot on there. So, we were number 74 or 73, I think, and it it was at 25. When you we have, first got there. Yeah, you have to wait till every single party comes, so then you get 26, 27, all the way up to, like, 73 or 74. Yeah. And then we could go, but it took hours, like, hours and yeah, hours. Yeah, it took forever, so we wound up just doing other rides and, like, Walking around the park and getting food at um, Space... 220. 220. Which, that was good. What did you get there? I, th- I actually, I kind of forgot, but I think I got... Uh, 
I think I got a mac and cheese, I think. I don't know, but it yeah. was pretty good. It was okay. And then we all got appetizers, I think. Well, I don't know if you got any appetizers. I didn't get any appetizers. You guys got pretty good ones. Whatever Dad got was really good. Oh, yeah. I forgot what he got, but it there were some very good appetizers there. My mom got a tuna tartare, and I got... Uh, Sort of like a salad yeah, thing. Yeah, you got like a Caesar yeah, salad Yeah, it was good though. Um, then for the main course, I got uh, pasta. And my dad... He got, I feel like he got the same thing. Yeah, my dad got the same thing except without something. Um, but Shrimp, yeah, it was very good. And afterwards, we were finally ready to go onto the ride. So we had to wait like a whole hour just to get like on the cart and stuff. So, we went in the cart, it was like going straight, then I went up, and then No, you... no, no. Yeah, I'm you're telling not, this. No, you're I'm not telling it right, man. Yeah, it felt like it, though. It did, um. but before we got on the ride, I was like, what is this ride? And everyone was wondering, what's the ride? Because we had no idea. Yeah, we Little thought... did we know, Dad knew the entire time. Oh, I actually thought he didn't. Nope, he knew, and... um. He was just hiding it from us because he's like, this is the one time that they'll be on this thing. So we finally get on the ride and I'm like wondering, should I take my glasses off? And it's awesome. There's like a fight scene as we start going there. Oh, you're not saying okay, anything okay, right. Okay. okay, so this is what you got to do. So <clears throat> we're starting to be in there. So we're going in and then there's this dark room and we're like, what's going to go on? And then it was going like our... What was the thing? What's the thing called? Turned around. Yeah, it turned around. <clears throat> it went sideways. Went super fast. Went up and down and stuff. It felt like we were a di- did a loop de loop. Okay, it was amazing. So we didn't know it was. It was basically a roller coaster. It was the smoothest roller coaster ever. It was incredible. Um, we started going one way and saw the fight scene. Then we turned around. The cart turned around. And we went backwards, like, watching the fight scene. It was almost as if um, we did, like, a space jump in Star Wars. Yeah. And it was incredible because, well, in my opinion, we were going super fast. Then Disco Inferno was playing. Apparently, they play, like, five different songs depending on the weekday. So it was an inc- I think we got the best one because that was a great... Yeah. Also, uh, Julie... And our our mom were screaming for two different reasons. Mm-hmm. Julie was screaming because it was amazing. And my mom was screaming because she thought she was going to die. Yeah. And uh, it was crazy because it was the most amazing thing that my dad and I have ever been on. And it was the worst thing that my brother and mom had been on. So after the ride, my mom was just like, oh, my God, I thought I was going to die. And, like... Riley just didn't say anything. He was just speechless. But it was, in my opinion, it was great. In his opinion, it wasn't. But if you like roller coasters, definitely go on that one. Nope, do not go on that one. Go on it. (laughs) Do not. Go on it. All right, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay connected. Goodbye. 
Comic Book Depot has been in business since 1993. Your one-stop comic book shop for comics, gaming, and collectibles. The Comic Book Depot Club membership is $15 and gets you 15% off new comics, back issues, graphic novels, and 10% off comic book supplies. Located at 2847 Jerusalem Avenue in Wontaw, New York. Contact us on Facebook for curbside pickup because new comics are back. For more information, give Alan a call at 516-221-9337. The Comic Book Depot. Now, back to our show. And welcome back to the Camfin Radio, the official of the Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking with me via virtual distancing in a different time zone. We have none other than event director of New York Comic Con. And I also imagine other conventions too, right? You do the C2E2 and you do the Emerald City, right? I do. And uh, Florida Supercon and then and now the MCMs over in the UK, Birmingham and London. So you are the event director of everything. You're just everything. You're in charge of everything now. <laughs> I, I have delightful news. I got a promotion. Oh. I am the vice president now. Yeah. So you are the vice president. Look at of that. Everything. You're the number <laughs> two person. Well, last year I considered you the number two person, but now it's official. Thank you. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, since you were here last year, uh, I'm going to focus mostly on New York Comic Con because we're a New Let's York-based show. I am oh, a yeah. New York-based person. Um, what's been the biggest difference between last year's New York Comic Con and this year's New York Comic Con? Oh, we're back. <laughs> last year <laughs> Last year was all about how do you run a show that is incredibly large in the environment that we were in, um, which brands are going to be able to participate which brands aren't going to be comfortable or allowed um, by their parent companies to participate. This year, studios are back in force. Brands are back in force. The show floor is packed. Our panel halls are just incredible with the content that is coming. And it's like the entire pop culture industry got together and was like, this October, we're going to show everybody that we're back and firing on all cylinders. It is night and day. It really feels like... uh, like a big, big show ahead of us. So, so last year was the was the test, and now yeah. this is the real exam. This is the real deal. It is. It is. Yes. So, as vice president of um, everything, Christina Rogers, except the United <laughs> States, vice president of everything except the United States. Yeah, Christina Rogers. <laughs> do you feel that you're obligated to be uh, a fan of everything, or can you just be a fan of certain things and let the rest of the staff handle stuff? Like, do you have to love? every single thing that comes out or you or does that make you like oh well, she's fake she's not really shouldn't yeah. be charged blah blah do you feel that pressure or are you just like eh, whatever no I don't feel the pressure thankfully um but I've really got into anime it's huge and yes. I've always really liked anime and manga um but over the last year like I really really got into anime to the point where we have Crunchyroll debuting Chainsaw Man and I might find somebody to manage a line for me so that I could just go peek in and see what's happening. Um, <laughs> but my team is like, they're, they're so good at covering all the bases. So I get to be a little spoiled and only enjoy the best of the best. So last year, the big thing that you had mentioned was the Ghostbusters panel. You really wanted to go. Did you manage to go see it? And were you um surprised were you were you satisfied did it meet or exceed your expectations you know I try to enjoy everything and I try not to criticize because I just that's just not where I want to be um I I really enjoyed it I didn't feel 
like I did when I was a kid. And then in retrospect, of course, I didn't feel like I did when I was a kid watching Ghostbusters for the first time. Um, but the cast was really amazing. And then getting to be in the room when the when the, all the fans found out that they were actually going to get to watch the movie, because that was a surprise. Right. Um, just the applause was, it was incredible. Like it was that, that was my favorite part of the whole movie. It was a good movie, so, but it was the applause. So it's basically like when you see a child light up, like, oh my God, you get this big yeah. surprise and the reaction is, is mm-hmm. what you're looking for. It is. What reaction, without spoiling anything, do you mm-hmm. have something planned for New York Comic Con that you're like, oh, I just can't wait. And you're, you're biting at the tongue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think okay. uh, Thursday. <laughs> Thursday's the day. Thursday's the day. Thursday's the day, my friend. That's Thursday's the day. Okay. Yep. So let's let's go a little bit uh, technical here because I know you love the technical stuff. That's that's your bread and butter. It is my bread and butter. Thank you. (laughs) How do you decide how the tickets work? Now I know in years past they sell out and that's it. But then I've noticed as we've been moving along, and to your Mm -hmm. credit, I have to always say when when you do good, I always like to give you credit. When you don't do good, I want to point it out. But you, you stagnate the release of the tickets. How does that work? How how do you decide? And then how do you turn away people who want the tickets already? Like, oh, sorry, there's no more. And then like, oh, by the way, we have more later. How does that work? Um, I try to be really transparent so that fans know I'm not like, I don't want to surprise anybody and make them think they're sold out when they're not. I think that's a... That's just not a tactic I like. So we try to be really clear and like we're having our first pre-sale for all of our fans that um, are VIP members and then people that came last year and have been supporting the show, I want to reward first. Um, And so we do a really large ticket allotment to them. And then we'll do a second on sale um, and put the rest of the tickets up for all of our new fans and people that... um, you know, have the first opportunity to go. Maybe they're coming in. Like we have a lot of people come in from overseas. Like this is their year and I get a lot of emails and that's really sweet. Um, but it's hard when days sell out and I get sad emails. I, I'm not going to lie. Like Saturday and the four-day tickets, they're prized commodities. And I woke up the other morning to a very long, very sad email from a dad who did not buy them when he was supposed to buy them. <laughs> Wow. Okay. And so yeah. I remember last year you said you do read all the emails and you I do. do. That must be crazy to have that, just that time just sitting and going through all these different stories. Because one thing that I always find is that when you take the group out of people, each individual person, they have a story. Yeah. How do you manage to balance that with being a business, being a professional? How do you do that? Uh, at night. That's my, I have a lot of emails that I'll move into a folder. And in the evenings, um, I'll dedicate like an hour and go through just emails from fans because you nailed it. You said it so perfectly. Everybody has a story. um, And if they're taking the time to send me their story, I should take the time to acknowledge and read it. You know, like that, it's all about that human connection. um, Mm -hmm. And what we do is so different, you know, being a geek. I think we talked about this a little bit. I, you know, like being a geek is so core to who people are. And, and how they've grown up and it means so much um, that it can get really emotional. And I just feel um, like I'd be disrespecting anyone, you know, you're going to yeah. take the time to, to talk with me. I should take the time to talk with you. Wow, that's really cool. Um, being New York, there's a little, a little troll called the scalpers. 
Uh, and I've known over the years, you've had many, many instances with scalpers. And oh, yeah. uh, this is one of the things I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to put you to the fire for. Do it. Being New York, you can walk up to the door of New York Comic Con. There's people right out front selling tickets. And some of them are legit. Some of them are not legit. Mm-hmm. And I know you're working with New York and the police and everything, but it's it's right there. It's so blatant. How so can you or what do you try to do to, to handle that? A couple of things. It, it's the laws, right? So they have to be a certain distance away from the venue. Last year, I think you noticed and a lot of us noticed they uh pretty close to the venue. Mm-hmm. Um so it's a lot of polite, respectful conversations. Like you, your business people, you're here to make money. So are we like, we, we've got to, we've got to figure this out so that our fans aren't getting inundated every time they're going in and out. It's just not, not what we want. Um, but it, it just goes so far to like complain. And I hate complaining, but like, I, I talk with my NYPD pals a lot throughout the show it's just like you need to get these guys backwards um they need to be a little bit farther away from the venue it's really hard and then online it's even you know it's why we have fan verification it's why people have to make an account to buy a ticket um especially during the first chunk when everything's on sale is so that we can try to combat people that buy in bulk and then resell online um yeah so i remember you said that when the convention is over probably after a week or two, you take a break, and then you go back into the next year for the next year. So what is the biggest, I guess, the biggest takeaway from last year that you're like, we did this right, and this we did this really, really badly? Yeah. What are the two things Um, that you can tell us? We, last year, we did the aisles right, which is going to sound really silly, um, but we always get overcrowding complaints, Mm -hmm. and Early on, we'd opted to widen them because of the pandemic. And then closer to the show, we had the opportunity to reduce them. And we only reduced them by a little bit. Um, and we kept them pretty wide. And we, the fans were delighted. Like, you can move. It's great. So yeah. we kept that. And it's, again, like a really small win. But the top of my complaints every year is I can't move on the show floor. Um, so we redid the show floor. And I think that's really nice. Um, the failure is... I think our lack of ability to create community spaces and have room for that. And what I mean by that is, you know, we have a really excellent LGBTQ lounge and we have a quiet room and we have a cosplay central and we have all these spaces that we don't program well enough and and we don't create enough that's happening so that you and your friends can go and meet other people that are into the same things you're into. Um, it's something that we're tackling this year. I don't think we're going to get it perfect this year. Um, so for 23, that's really what I want is to see these like expansive break spaces because our show floor is amazing, but it's really busy and our panels are incredible. We need more than that you know, and, and we need to provide more spaces, um, I think for people to just decide what they want to do with them. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, each venue is different. Each city is different. Yeah. Since you are the vice president of everything, (laughs) do you tackle each place differently because of the, of the, of the building layout or is it because of the people or is it, what, what is the factor that you're like, all right, we're going to handle New York Comic Con this way. We're going to handle the United Kingdom this way. What, what are the factors that go into your mind? The first factor is the fans. 
it always is, you know, um, fans are different from, from every city. And then when you go overseas, uh, again, they're very different. So we look at what they want and then the, the building does play a really big part into it. Um, Seattle, I'm really excited. It's the new building. So Washington state convention center has, um, been under construction for years. They have this massive, beautiful new building that we're going to be in for the very first time in the spring. And that'll be really, really fun. Um, and that's a really cool opportunity for the team to like start over a little and the old building was very confusing I don't know if you've ever been but if you google a map in your free time you'll be like what it's like three buildings and seven levels it's very confusing um but it's always it's the fan driver of it and then what is that city about you know Seattle is community local art um subversive so how do we how do we bring that into pop culture and really focus that um chicago loves loves comics man (laughs) (laughs) love and and new york loves comics but chicago they love comics so that's the core of everything and then um in miami for instance they just want to party we don't start our panels in miami until noon or 1 p.m can you imagine if we at New York didn't start anything until noon? It'd be a riot. Yeah. But we we run until 2 a.m. Wow. Because that's what the fans want. So yeah, it's it's very, you know, it's up to it's up to what people want. All right. So um this particular show that you're on, we're doing our do's and don'ts of conventions, as we usually mm-hmm. do for New York Comic Con. So as I actually last year, this year, what is the biggest do and what's the biggest don't for people coming to New York Comic Con? Do wear your mask. Don't argue with us about it. Wow, <laughs> that's that's pretty darn simple. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it real simple. Um, the other one is do download the mobile app because we don't have a printed program guide. Um, no printed program guide. I that know. My I'm bread so- and butter. I know. I know. I'm very I'm sorry. non-technology friendly. And the booth and the people there and they hadn't the handed out was very it was one of the things I used to love the most. We still have the info booths. You still have the info booths. Yeah. But no paper. They can no be like, well, look at your phone and be like, ah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, All right, <sorry>. grandpa. <laughs> don't worry, you're not alone. You're, you're you're really not alone. Myself included in that. Um <laughs> so I guess And then I, I guess... would say don't miss Thursday. Okay, don't miss Thursday. All right, don't so miss Thursday. Everybody listening, don't miss on Thursday. And this is yeah. great because we're airing the week before New York Comic Con. Um, we have less than a minute to go. So I guess any place anybody wants to talk to you, where do they send the emails to? Where do they complain, tell you you're awesome? Where do they congratulate you for being the vice president of everything? Oh, that'd be nice. Uh, they would email me, Christina at ReadPop, and it's Christina with a K. All right. So do you have any final thoughts before we take our break? No, but lovely to chat with you again. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Thank so with you. that, we're going to take our break and we'll be right back with the Came from the Radio. Ever wanted to enter the world of comics but didn't know where to start? Worry not, true believers. We at the Comic Book School may just have the answer to your questions. Created by comics veteran Buddy Scalera, the Comic Book School is a free online educational resource that helps rising creators learn the craft and business of making comics through resources like forums, interviews, publication opportunities, publisher guidelines, and step-by-step blog posts. For more info, please visit our site at www.comicbookschool.com. Be sure to join our forums and follow us on social media while you're there. We'll see you on the message boards. Meet Grimlock having fun on It Came From The Radio. Me, Greg Berger, also. Hey guys, this is Christy from Custom Cakes by Christy. I want you to know that I'm here for you. 
I'm keeping my private kitchen open for any needs your family may have. I've been focusing on bread, soups, muffins, quiches, and other basics, but I'm still accepting dessert orders as well. Please follow my Facebook for immediate pickup items. Private message me for custom orders. Custom Cakes by Christy, I-N-C-K-R-I-S-T-Y. Text me at 631-606-8166. Hi, guys. This is Xenia Seberg, who played Zev on the show Lex, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. If you had any honor, you would listen to Sci-Fi.Radio, the sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. Kapla! Now, back to our show. So that about does it for this week on the Came From the Radio. Join us right here any week on this radio station. If you miss any part of the show, tough. go to our newly revised website, www.itcamefromradio.com. The archives will be up in a week or so. Check us out on such places as btd.radio, sci-fi.radio, indievolt.com. Check us out on our places such as Facebook, Instagram, YouTube page, Twitter. And always follow the cost-benefit ratio. If the benefits outweigh the costs, do it. If the costs outweigh the benefits, don't do it. Or... Just Google, it came from the radio. And we'll see you next week. You've been listening to It Came From The Radio with Mark Torres. The views of the show's hosts and guests did not necessarily reflect that of the management, owners, or staff of the station. We now return you to your earthly scheduled broadcast.